like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... was told to go to hell and then to go and I'm very confused about if I should or should not be going to hell. Well, you should go should I dot, stay dot, 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 to hell. Or should I go now? Should I stay or should I go to hell now? Both. You know what? That was the original lyrics. Yeah, and then it didn't focus. It's a little wordy. Group. It's a little yeah. wordy. A little yeah. wordy. Didn't focus group test very well. There's too many syllables in that part. It's not good. Nobody's going to sing along with that. No, but you know what has the best just perfect the number of, the perfect number of syllables the word what? fart it's one syllable it's one syllable it's great it's easy which fart leads me to my story should i poop or should okay. i fart now the original original lyrics super original both. lyrics both yeah. um this woman named carly cindy of north carolina is fighting the local dmv because she was granted the license plate fart and nice just just fart just fart she fucking like got space, it space space fart space no no just f-a-r-t all in one word everything is fine yeah, that, this, she's living it, the dream man she said she was but pleasantly most, surprised most license plates are seven yeah yeah, Six, unless yeah you like a special, a, it's a specialty yeah, license plate vanity plates yes. you can get whatever you want you can yeah. get like you can get there's a guy there's a guy that i the, that i lived uh in the town i grew up in and his just said the ed ed yeah yeah the ed he's not yeah. any old ed he's the, he's ed. the yeah. ed so so she has her license plate that says fart she was all excited and everything was going fine until she received a letter from the dmv being like so we've received complaints about your license plate okay who's complaining oh my about god so fart? some fucking karen was oh, like yeah. what fart fart i'm offended I'm scandalized Oh, I like guess not even a bad word. You can't say fart on network humor. television. It's so insane. So the DMV told her she may be allowed to keep the plate if she replied to the letter and it, with an explanation on why she chose fart. Okay, because it's and, awesome. Because it's no, the best. So she, this is the best because she this, make up some story like it's for my great grandmother Francis. No, Arthuria. A, a little bit Renaissance. Better tuberculosis tuberculosis that's it <laughs> no she consulted with some of her friends and founded a group called friends of Asheville recreational trails or fart <laughs> and she said the group now has a mailing list a website and merchandise oh there you go man and she's creating receipts she's creating those receipts so now she is showing proof that yes i am a friends of Asheville recreational trails i'm a farter i'm a farter therefore <laughs> farter. i need to keep my fart license plate she has not yet heard back are you a from the city of Asheville? So who knows if they will buy her story? If you're a friend of the Asheville Recreational Trails, are you a farter or a fartian? Or a farty. A farty. Yeah. Or a friendly fart. Ooh. A friend. friendly friend of the... <laughs> friendly friend of fart. Um, I'm going to have to go to their website, to their Facebook group. Yeah. Sign up. Join yeah. it. Maybe buy they, some of their merchandise. They should sell merch, like they print do. on demand merch, because people sell would buy merch? it. That she said People they have buy fart merch. <laughs> you can buy fart merch. She has it. I, I haven't looked up where to find it. Mr. Mr. Uh, Engineer Bob is going to do that now. But 
Yeah. This, this like funny joke so that she could keep, keep her, her fart license vanity plate. license plate Only is reason. going to like pay off the mortgage on her house because Absolutely. people are going to buy fart gear. What's amazing is she said, yeah, she just started the group, <laughs> had their first meeting and 15, oh, 17 new members up. that 15 people showed up. <laughs> oh, my God. There are there are farties. farts a plenty. Farts a plenty. This lady it's is so great. She's so happy with this fart she license plate. Loves the fart license plate. Anyway, it seems it seems like a very innocent. It's not like she tried to make it say like "fuck you." Or, yeah, it, like, fart yeah. is not a bad word. Little no. kids say fart all the time. Although, if you were my grandmother and me growing up, you could not say fart. Fart was a naughty word. I was also not allowed to say fart growing up. You yeah. weren't allowed to say fart. What'd you nope. say? My grandma made me say pass gas. If I was around her, she would say, "You have to, no, don't say fart. Fart's dirty. Say pass gas." I also couldn't say hell. I had to say heck my grandma she was old when i was born she was always old she was old forever. <laughs> she was always she was born old she was born old <laughs> <laughs> these are actually pretty good shirts <laughs> wait so Engineer bob Bob's what did you have one. to say instead of fart Ugh. so you couldn't say fart as the verb right you couldn't you, say i'm gonna fart i'm gonna fart or i farted you can't say that i'm stuff. farting i'm yeah. farting you can't you couldn't do that my father required farther that my farther required that we refer to them as anything other but but one of the preferred terms was blasters 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 like oh i just blastered like i just blasted yeah i just like, yep. blasted one <laughs> i was he still that? says that you know it's funny to this day says it to this day he'll be like oh did you blast one like yeah. that's what <laughs> that's what engineer bob's dad will say yep. instead of oh did you fart yep. did you blast did one? you blast one? <laughs> oh, that's yeah that's some i sort grew of up hang-up. in a house where you could say fart you're you know what you, you came from luckier. a fart house you're i lucky. came from a fart family a family <laughs> A fart molly. Oh my gosh. Uh, I came from a blast molly. A um, fam blast. Well, my family allowed me fart. to say fart. My grandma just didn't, and she lived next door, so I had to, you know, I was. You just, a, yeah. Make sure she can hear you through the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Super random. I was in a yoga retreat in Sicily with mostly British women. And one of them farted in the middle of yoga class. Amazing. Nice. She said, I've blown a windy pop. <laughs> I've blown a, a windy, windy pop. pop. <laughs> yeah, she was a nanny, and she said that's what she like told the kids to say, or, like little British kid she was raising. I've blown a windy pop. Jesus. That's the most that British is, thing. That is my British humor, yeah. ju- my Britishism joke. A windy pop. Windy pop. I've blown a wombly plumber. Yes, like, yes. It's almost exactly. one wombly plumber. Oh my gosh. These people. Speaking of blasters. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And we will call a fart whatever we want to call them. We're adults. We're, we're going to call a fart a fart in this house. We're going to call fans. a fart. We're not afraid to call a fart a fart. Mm-hmm. I call them toots. <laughs> That's true. You do. You do call them toots. I do. I do. The other day I was in the car with my family and it got real quiet and I was like, smells like a toot. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in the car said, I didn't toot. I didn't toot. And I was like, somebody did somebody a toot. Did. 
Oh. Did it come out of nowhere, this toot? It did. No, no, no. The car tooted. It's a ghost toot. Ghost toot. Well, you know what? It's, it's great we say ghost toots because, boy, oh, boy, that's what this show is about. Oh, man. This sh- show is full of ghost toots. Now yep. I wish I had picked a farting ghost. Yeah, me too. I was about to ask, is that the theme for this week? No, I wish oh. it were no. now. No. We have a very... I mean, isn't that the theme of every show? Farts. Farts. It should be. This actually should be booze and bruise and farts. I mean, if you podcast. have me on the show, probably. Yeah. Yeah, just dick butts and farts. Yeah. yeah. No, no. This week, uh, we have... sex holes. <laughs> MK Ultra. Chemtrails. <laughs> Chemtrails. This Sadly, would be no. Don't get excited. It's not more government conspiracies. That was really that, that was a little dark. That's like Bob's. That's his ideal episode. Every episode. Yeah, yeah I, I was we getting just real pumped. Did that? We just did that. Yeah, we did. No, but we could do it week, again. No, this week we're doing okay. something a little bit different. Yeah. So this week our beer is called Cali Squeeze. It is a blood orange hef. Which is really orangey pinky. Yeah. It's got really I've drank good most orange. of it because it's pretty tasty. Good. Good. It does very good. But this is from our friends at Firestone Walker. Mm. And it's, again, it's called Cali Squeeze. So we were like, citrus, California. You know what well we go to all the time, but there's still a lot of there there? Haunted, Haunted California. California. Yeah. That's it's right. a big ass state full of ghosts. That's right. And farts. And farts. <laughs> Cow farts, people farts. It's got it yep. all, man. It's got when a lot of farts. When we left, the, the, the farts per capita dropped substantially. Substantially. I'm a yeah. known fartsman is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I live alone, so I just fart all day long. No one here stopped me. Who's going to stop you? Who's going to stop no you? No one. Exactly. No one. Just, That's what I'm saying. Just toot, tooting all day. Toot a looting. Toot, toot. Uh, so am I first this week? You are. I always have to ask because I don't know. Nope, that's good. That's why you have me. That's actually my purpose know. for this show. Um, so I am going to tell you about the Tor House. Tor. Tor. T-O-R. Tor. In Tor, California. Um, so the Tor House was built by John Robinson Jeffers. Tor. Where is the Tor coming? It, we're, we will get to the explanation of the tour. Right. There is an explanation. Story, dear Jesus. No. Yeah. Let me tell my, let me weave a tale. No, I demand. A, what's the ghost? God damn it. He's a big Tori Amos fan. Oh. Um, huh. No. So Robinson Jeffers is <laughs> a. <laughs> if the, cornflaker. <laughs> if the That's name the only sounds, Tori Amos thing I know. <laughs> if the name sounds familiar to you, he is a, a poet. He's a rather famous poet, mm-hmm. very well-known poet from the early 1900s, I guess. He wrote a uh, lot of poems. I knew nothing about him, and then I learned about his weird-ass house. So now you're going to get a little bit of both. A little. Great. You know what? I'm being educated today. Yeah, you're going to learn I about some learn. poet who, who's been dead for 100 years and no one cares about anymore. I'm you're sure welcome. He loves this. So, John Robinson Jeffers was born on January 10th, 1887. Okay. He's a Capricorn. (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah. Uh, He was born in Pennsylvania. 
But he, um, his dad was a sort of like, his mom was a housewife because it's the 1880s. 1800s, of course she was. Yeah. Um, but his dad was, he was a minister, but he was also like incredibly well educated and very scholarly. So he had like master's degrees in like biblical history and like ancient languages as they related to biblical history. And I think because of this, his family toured through Europe a lot when he was younger. Lucky. So he sort of grew up all over Europe. He went to lots of different boarding schools. He lived in uh, Germany, France, and Switzerland for like periods of time. Shit. Okay. I'm so envious by the time, of this childhood. Yeah. So by the time he's like a teenager, he fluent, perfectly speaks English, French, and German. Jeez. Just okay. because of that's how he yeah. grew up, you know? Um, so he graduated from Occidental College at 18 and he uh, specialized in the classics because that's the like classics. what his dad did. Yeah. Classic. Um, specifically like ancient Latin. What made, and you Greek. Pick the, what made you pick the classics? I don't know. It wasn't Occident. Get out. <laughs> God damn it. I thought it. you were going to make a fart third joke, but. Nope. No. I nope. made a much more educated pun joke <laughs> about Occidental Based College. on where he went to school. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, so speaking of farty schools, he so he graduated from Occidental and then decided I'm going to go to USC. Hey. Hey. Uh where I'm going to study literature. Beautiful. Um and he was there he did a semester in literature and then, then said, this. "You know what? Pivot. I'm going to be a doctor." Okay. That's At I Keck mean medical school. I think it was Keck medical. Pre-Keck. Pre-Keck in the Pre-Keck era. Yeah. Yep. Um, but then he decided that what he really wanted to learn was about human anatomy. Ooh. And he started fucking oh, yeah. he started fucking this woman named Una Call Cooster. Stop. That's not that's a hooker name. Una, Una Call Cooster. I mean, she's married, so Cooster is her married name. Whoops. I I guess Call is her maiden name. Sure. Una but Call so, girl. Una Call. Who 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 you Una Call? Let me put my Longfellow in your cooster. Nice. Because yeah. of his literature he, background. I get See, it. See, this is, this, this it, tonight, the jokes I'm, are turning themselves. I'm turning over a new comedy leaf, everybody. <laughs> From now on, it's only highbrow humor. No more of these farts and poops that I'm so well known for. Now. This is going to last five seconds. No. You also five made seconds. a bad sex joke about, like, that's what you just did. No. That is no. not what happened. Sure. No. 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 There I'm was a learned statesman from USC. <laughs> from USC. <laughs> I've been studying so, at Keck. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so him and Una start boning. Uh huh. Una is a grad student there. In what I don't know, could find very little information about Una. She she was a married grad student. That's yeah. which all is you sad because Una is fascinating. So Una is married. Yeah, uh, she's obviously not American born because um, she keeps bopping over to Europe all the time. So she's from somewhere in Europe. Sure. Um, so she starts boning this underclassman, mm-hmm. um, and then her husband, who is a well known. Uh, attorney in Los Angeles named Ked Cooster. Ted Cooster. Ted Cooster. Not, not Ked Cooster. Ked Cooster is a much better name. <laughs> Ted Cooster. Ted Farrell. Uh, so sh- he finds out that they're boning and he is pissed. Uh, yeah. Oh no. Arguably so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that makes sense. I, I get it. And I'd like, probably be mad I guess too. he's 
he's also like a bit of a musician so he's got a little bit of a following and it starts to get like picked up by like gossip magazines and it becomes this big scandal that his wife is cheating on him with this like dude she met at college yeah so uh, so then buck yeah so then una fucks off to europe for a little bit to like let the scandal calm down right she quietly gets divorced which apparently got real dirty because he's a lawyer yeah yeah yeah. You should have um, thought about that before you made some decisions. Yeah. Well, apparently Robinson Jeffers was her one true love because as soon as she comes back from Europe, uh, they strike back up together again. Oh, okay. Um, so Jeffers is like, yo, I may have burned a bridge here at Keck Medical School at USC. <laughs> Pre-Keck So he decides after, after getting a degree in classics, studying literature, then studying medicine, he decides, you know what I think I should major in now? Forestry. This is here we a, go. This is a real renaissance he's a, man. He's an all around scholar. He really is. He loves yes. just, he loves learning. He not very much though. So he went to oh. a university in Washington and studied forestry for one semester before he was like, fuck this noise and dropped out of school completely. Oh, okay. Sure. First, literature, not really it for me. Medicine, mm, no. Trees, fuck trees. And then the the tree, just no more school. Yeah. Well, the tree, so the literature and the trees kind of make sense because he, he's because a poet. Because books are made out of the paper, paper are made from. out of trees. Done. Man, trees. And uh he's a lot of his poems are about like the wonder and beauty of nature. That's kind of his whole fucking jam. He writes uh, these incredible, apparently beautiful, epic poems about the beauty of nature. That's his jam. That's his all thing. Right, all right. Loves trees. But not enough to study them to not graduation. enough to study them more than a semester. Right. He's like right. Look, I, 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 longer in medical school. This fucking no, there guy was pussy involved. Look at a tree and love a tree. My wife sucks with a tree. But what he doesn't want to do is know how it works. No, Nobody wants does that. not give a fuck. No. no. He wants to write about the tree. He doesn't want to learn yeah. about the tree. Yeah. So then I think Luna that comes- I shall never see something that's nice like a tree. Isn't that how it goes? There's like a poem like that? Sure. Yes, okay. there is. <laughs> that's exactly and, how and it he goes. Wrote it. That's he- verbatim how the poem goes. <laughs> you know, I'm going to look it up. And if it's even close to that. Hang on. <laughs> Bob wants to. <laughs> I'm mad now. Bob wants to feel vindicated. All right, continue. Uh, so Una comes back from Europe. Her and Jeffers marry Aww. quietly. Yes, because they want to avoid the scandal. They try and move back to L.A., but it's like it, people are still give a shit about them. People know. So people. then they they bop around a little bit through the coast of California, and they eventually settle down in Caramel by the Sea. Oh, okay. I was close on that poem. I was not. It was not that close. <laughs> <laughs> what does the poem actually it's say? It's like a thing that I shall never see a thing so lovely as a tree. A, a poem or as lovely as a tree. Yeah. I was close. pretty close. But not I, close. I had some of the same words. Some of the words and the basic idea was the same. I made a you rhyme. Know the, like, the meter of it was kind of the same. Yeah. I'll give it to you. So they went to Caramel by the Sea. <laughs> they went to Caramel by the Sea, which lots of people just call Caramel. It's, uh, for those of you who don't know the California coastline, this is uh, Northern California, kind of up by Monterey. It is like rugged, rocky cliffs. Very pretty. It's cold beaches. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, it is absolutely gorgeous. But at this point, it's the early 1900s. It's still very wild. There's not really a town there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just trees it's just, that he can write kind of, all fucking about. 
You could just fuck as many trees as you want. There's no one there to stop you. No and there's one. no laws. No laws. There's no laws. I, I challenge you to find me a law that says I can't fuck a tree. I challenge right you. One right. Right in. Boozerboozepodcast <laughs> um, at gmail.com. Tell me if you can find any of these tree fucking laws. I bet you can't. Continue. I think that it probably is illegal. But hey, let us know. Again, any tree lawyers out there? Yeah. Any, any hey, trees. if you're into forestry law, arbor law, you let us know. How many trees have you fucked? Oh my god. Are you a litigious arborist? Yeah. Let us know. Those are podcasts at gmail.com. Oh. Uh, so they're they move to Caramel by the Sea. They're like renting a little cottage and like we want to build a house. They want to build a little stone house to live in. Um, so they hire a uh like an architect slash contractor named Michael J. Murphy to build this small, build them a small little house. Um, they want a small two-story structure that's sort of like squat and like wide. They want it entirely built out of rocks that are uh pulled up from the seaside that's oh. directly below. It's like on Fancy. a cliff overlooking the ocean. All these rocks are being pulled up from this is Pebble Beach area. So yeah. like they're okay. pulling these gorgeous rocks up. Um, they built it in the style of a Tudor barn. Ooh, Tudor Ooh. barn. I'm not um, seeing any laws against fucking trees, you guys. I've been Googling over here for a minute. <laughs> However, Good dendrophilia t- is a real thing. Sexual yeah, dendrophilia. arousal derived from trees, so I didn't know that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Continue. So, bumpy. so yes, they made a <laughs> yeah. Tudor-style barn Now, can house. you fuck rocks from Caramel by the Sea? You wouldn't want to fuck I, a rock. If there's no law against fucking a tree, I gotta assume you could fuck a rock. It might be a little more painful than the tree. We're, I don't know, get to the, we're gonna get to the rock fucking in just a moment. Okay. Oh boy. I'll, Let I'll, me tell I'll, my story. I'll, I'll quiet down so you can tell me. So they decide to name this house that they're building Tor House, T-O-R, because Tor is a Celtic word that basically means like a craggy, cliffy outcropping by the ocean. So they're like building it on a tour and they're calling it tour, tour house, house because they both got Clever. big boners for Europe. Yes. And it's a Celtic word. Yes. That's where the name comes from. Gotcha. I told you we would get there. Um, so they build this house. They, they're they like, it has to be low and and sturdy mm-hmm. because it's on these cliffs. We get these big storms that come through. So it has to like be able to withstand the weather. Yeah. Um, so they're like, okay, we're going to build this house in six months. But what Robinson does is he's like, here's, here's what we're going to do in that six months. You're going to teach me how you build this house. Oh. So he becomes, he apprentices under this uh, architect contractor and does all the work with him like helps him all right build his own house so he learns how to build with rocks rocks mm-hmm. he loves rocks he loves rocks um and what he does is he gets up very early in the morning he writes poetry all morning okay and then his workers come in the afternoon and he builds his house all afternoon and that's what he does all day okay nice yes good, you know it's good so, to stay regular keep a good schedule yeah. So he builds this house. Uh, it's like I said, it's a two story Tudor barn style. Mm-hmm. Uh, the upper story is like with two attic bedrooms because at this point the couple has two sons. They have twin boys. Okay. Named Steve and Bill. No, definitely no. Oh. Named, I assume, Donan, Donan. and Garth. <laughs> nice. Party on Garth. Yes. Party on Donan. Oh, my. Donut and Garth. All right. Yeah. Do- it's like Conan, but with a D. So I assume it's Donan. Sure. Um, so they 
Uh, so they want they have two bedrooms upstairs so one for the parents one for the twin boys and downstairs there's like a very simple living room a very basic kitchen and one tiny little bathroom and that's the whole house dang and it's literally it's the it's the kind of house you would expect to see in like the 1600s oh it's like just rocks on top of rocks built in the shape of a house okay with like some sort of stick twig roof no it's got like a rocky roof oh there's it, a rocky these, roof this as house well. is gorgeous by the way it's a very cute house uh it is built in the style of quote stone loves stone that's gross hey, that's, we it's got rock the fuck house. fucking baby that's the rock, it's a rock fuck house it's the rock but it's fuck basically house. just you fu- you put a stone down and then you find a stone that fits in the spot next to that stone and that's the next stone that goes beautiful yep um and again they're they're pulling all of these rocks up from the beach directly below them right locally sourced artisanal artisanal rocks nice small but large batch because they're big rocks yeah there's a lot um and so this is his life for six months where he bailed out this house and he fucking loves it i bet he's like this is so good and it sort of leads him to really find his poetic voice like working with his hands working in nature he's got a big boner for the environment so he's just like i love these fucking rocks i'm gonna work with them all day and write about them all morning and then bone my wife at night it's a real good life he's having a great it does actually sound like a a decent life it's a real good life so then after they finish building the house he's like i gotta keep on with this fucking rock shit Mm -hmm. so then he completely by himself builds a detached garage for their car for the family car okay Just, just literally walks down to the beach Picks up a bunch of rocks. Walks up the hill. Like, I assume some sort of pulley system, wheelbarrows are involved to get them up the cliff. And he's built, he's built a garage. Oh, okay. Then he builds a whole, like, fenced area to give, uh, to create a courtyard around the house so that his wife can have an English garden. Aww. What a nice guy. Um... Yeah, and then his wife is like, "Uh, you know, this is gorgeous. It reminds me of those beautiful like castle towers that we see in Ireland because we and go he's like, to Europe so often." Yeah, and we're he's like, travelers. "You want it, you got it. I'm gonna build you one of those." Oh, wow. So he starts again by himself just hauling whilst, rocks up a hill. Cuz this fucking guy being, learned about rocks. This is what, yes. what, what a great application of his recently acquired knowledge. He's baking. Didn't even have to go it, to school. Yeah. While he's winning all kinds of crazy awards for his poetry and like being one of the best like epic poets of his generation, he's also teaching his sons how to build the rocks. Oh, I mean, think about no, you're right though. Like think about it. he spent so much time in college when really all he had to do was go to Carmel by the Sea and learn how to pick up rocks and put them down the right and way. Learn how to make <laughs> rocks fuck each other into a house. Into yeah. a house. <laughs> and yeah. just enough so, to learn how to like English language wanna, works. Yeah. So he could write yeah. peewins. So he could write chums. And a daddy rock love each other very much. Yeah, baby rocks. You, you, you so, get a whole house. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes uh, an Irish tower. Over the course of four years, you will build yourself a four-story Irish tower overlooking the California ocean side. Well, wow. I mean, let's be clear. Rocks move very slowly. So it takes time. It is. No, this is a it's a tower. It is four stories tall. Wow. He built it entirely by himself with his sons. Jeez. It wow. took him four years. Mm-hmm. Um, they, um, it's it's called Hawk Tower. 
So it's like Tor House and Hawk Tower. And it's called Hawk Tower because the day that he decided to start building this tower, a hawk showed up and it used to watch him work every day. And the day that he was like, I'm done, I'm finished with the tower, the hawk flew away and never came back. Oh, wow. Oh, that hawk the hawk said, you're, you're not moving those fucking rocks anymore? Fuck you, 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 deuces. What are you doing? What are you guys doing? No, what we don't know is that was actually the the lead contractor bird. I know. Yeah. He, he was, was checking to make sure everything was up to code. Up to code. Up I'm to here. rock code. Uh, I'm up to rock code. Uh, I'm here from the city, uh, from the bird, bird, bird city. Bird OSHA. Uh, we're, we're here to bird just uh, make sure you're, uh, you know. I'm here from bird OSHA. Yep. Just making sure you're building these um yeah, building these up to bird code. Uh, everything um, looks good here. But, uh, you know, my job is done. Out. Goodbye. So he builds this four-story tower for his wife. He builds her her own little, like, basically study, which they call Una's Nook. It's Aww. on the second floor. It has, like, a little sticky-outy, like, parapet area so she gets better views. Aww. And then for his sons, he built um, he built a secret staircase into the walls oh. that's, like, child-sized. So, like, they, like, apparently it's only, like, a foot wide. Oh, God. So it's, like, it would be, you can go. It's, it's all, it all still fucking standing to this day. This dude just built it himself it's still there you can walk up those tiny stairs yeah real good job amazing he did a real yeah. good job um so he he built her this little nook he put uh he got someone to uh, he had a carpenter come in and do all the woodwork on the inside mm -hmm. because he only knew how to make rocks fuck he didn't know he how, didn't to, know make how to make wood, wood fuck, fuck. yeah no. he didn't know how to make what he knew how to fuck wood right See, but not how to make wood fuck. <laughs> yes fuck mm -hmm. you know how to make wood fuckable right. um mm-hmm with his so, with, the, with the beauty of his words yeah so he got the carpenter that came in to finish uh, he, the woodworking on the inside to carve her a door that has a unicorn on it because like that's her symbol or like that's Aww. her thing is unicorns Aww. uh yeah so he, he built his wife this beautiful fucking tower which you can see like from the ocean and what's weird is if you're like in the ocean and you look up and you see the little rock house and you see the little tower and then you look like a quarter mile down the street and you're like there is another weirdly similar little rock house right on this cliffside. okay now, now this house is called custer castle do you want to take a guess why because um, her crazy fucking lawyer ex-husband followed them had a contractor build a nearly identical house right up the fucking street. This is some Kanye Whoa. vibes that I'm yeah. not really <laughs> it's into. So weird. At this point, he had remarried. Um, I feel bad for his new wife. Posting all their texts on Instagram and yeah. shit. Like calling like, calling a Robinson Skeet. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exact Skeeter. Jesus Christ. Uh, if you are not familiar with California uh, geography, these are hundreds and hundreds of miles from Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Like, they didn't Opposite just, like, move outside LA. State. Yeah. The, uh, like, uh, hunt, like, hours and hours of driving away. But, yeah, they move right up the fucking street wow. in a house that looks really fucking similar. But it is more like... It was obviously built by a contracting company. Like it looks a little fancier. It looks like it has plaster on the inside. It looks much more finished, more like a real home. Right. Whereas his house looks like a Tudor farmhouse. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they moved there, and apparently it was like a big shade. Everyone was like, "Oh shit, he moved all the way up here to like follow his ex-wife because he's obviously still in love with her." But like, by all accounts, the two sets of couples were friends. 
weird. And they used to have oh. dinner together all the time. So much so that like Tour House, because it was built by a poet right. who studied forestry. Yep. So it didn't have electricity until the 50s. Wow. Okay. So they used to take the laundry to her ex-husband's house and do it there because she had two small children. Yeah. And had no electricity. So they would like go to their house all the time to use their electricity. Were they just like were they just like weird swingers and stuff like that? Like when he's not That's my thought is they must have because he was pissed when they were getting divorced. Yeah. Yeah. He made her life miserable. Like he made it so that like she couldn't go back to LA once they, you know. Yeah, this was just like yeah. a, you know, early days of polyamory. Everybody's just out here fucking and sucking whatever they feel like. It's great. I guess, but I'm like, did it start off that way? Like when you when they first noticed you moved into this tiny seaside I, not even really a town yet i would have questions if all of a sudden i'm just like walking down the street and yeah, i see you my just fucking see ex-husband, ex-husband yeah. in line at the fucking rite aid and you're like what, what the fucking you? shit he's yeah. like oh there, here's what? a here's a clothes dryer you can get stuck in Oop. yeah weird mm-hmm. but anyway apparently they were friends sure. and they lived right up the street and now because the tour house is a tourist destination so the kester castle like literally has signs on the gate that's like this is not tour house it's up this way duke don't come in our gate this Leave, is not this a, is tourist. a private property this is a pri- people live here this is a private residence oh my god um so then after he built this beautiful tower he took a couple of years off yeah um, and then he added a dining room to the original house, which is gorgeous. These beautiful, like, arched, wa- again, 100% All by, by himself. himself. Like, he put in a fireplace. It's gorgeous. And then he started building a second wing onto the house so that his sons could live there with their families. Oh, okay. Um, he started to, he was pretty old at that point. And then um, he had a, his wife passed away. Mm-hmm. She so Una got, gets cancer and dies in the house. Oh, um, and then Jeffers has some troubles with. He starts to fall out of popularity in the forties and fifties mm. because um, people hate starts, trees at this point. Yeah, people are really not into fucking trees in this era. Or is he a um, Nazi? Oh, that's a good question. No, oh, okay, but Communist. he's not anti-Nazi either. Oh. So he is so into fucking trees. He starts this movement called Inhumanism. Called Tree Fuckers Anonymous. (laughs) Which is basically like people think way too much of themselves. Like our life should not be about things humans care about. It should be about like the beauty and glory of nature. So he was kind of like... World War Two is bullshit because oh. we shouldn't care about the death of seven million Jews. We should care about the trees. Uh, and people took umbrance. Yeah, I get sure. it. I get it. Uh, at, at first, I was kind of on board. I was like, yeah, war is dumb. Why, why don't we just like and trees? He and he said, was like, he's like, yeah, but, but who cares about this? And I'm like, okay, well, okay, let's settle down now. <laughs> he was like very vocally. And a lot of his poems started to be like, nature's so much better why are we going to war like because millions of people are being genocided yeah yeah but so well well, hang on now when was the last time you heard about tree war huh (laughs) never stupid your book your books are printed on paper made of trees you've created a tree war um were the trees fighting each other i don't fucking think so no they were being tree on tree violence this is cheap. Exactly. Tree, tree Trees genocide. don't do violence on other. We don't talk about tree on tree crime is what we don't talk no, about. No, tree on tree crime. You, know, you want to know so, why? Because there is none. 
<laughs> so he's like he's fallen out of favor. His beloved wife, love of his life, has passed mm-hmm. away. He's getting older now, so he doesn't get to finish the uh, addition on the house. Uh, so Donan takes over and like builds it to his father's specifications. Takes over. His father passes away. Oh. Um, in the house, but Donan completes the addition because he told his daddy would. Oh, well, that was nice, nice of him. Because he taught him how to build houses out of rocks, loving rocks. The family that. tradition of rock building continues. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, this house is very quirky, as you can imagine. Yeah. No. It is very lovely. You Google image search it. It looks lovely. Looks like off the cliffs of Scotland, some old ancient tower from the 1400s. Lovely. All right. Um, But probably because it's a little odd looking for California. Yeah. Of course, people immediately were like, this place is haunted as shit. Well, yeah. I mean, it looks like yeah. it should be. And it doesn't help that in, uh, it was in 18, nope, 1938, um, one of his like better known poems that Robinson Jeffers wrote at the time was called Tour House. It was about the house. It's a very long poem. It's about how beautiful it is. It's the best place to be, all the beauty of nature, blah, 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 blah. And it ends with, my ghost you needn't look for. It's probably here, but a dark one deep in the granite, not dancing on the wind with the mad wings and the day moon. So because he was like, yo, my ghost's going to be in this house. They were like, oh, my God, his ghost is in this house. Yeah. 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 And it somehow morphed into this like he's going to his ghost is going to show up on the 50 year anniversary of the writing of this poem or something. Okay. Something about the 50th, 50th anniversary comes JFK in. JFK Jr. is going to come back from the dead and he's going to be go. vice president. Now we're getting there. Exactly. And if anyone loves a ghost conspiracy theory, it's our special ghost boy Zach Baggins. Oh, <laughs> yes. So the, the ghost, our special ghost boys went there, I think in 2017, they did an episode about, of ghost adventures about tour house. Uh, I have not watched it. I am going to watch it and I'm going to do a Ghost Adventures on it because we haven't done one in a while. It's my fault and I'm going to do it. Okay. So okay. I will bring you all that Baggins goodliness. Great. Um, I'm sure apparently he makes an ink blot that has the devil in it. Nice. Of course. This- because this beautiful house built of love, of course there's the devil. Well, duh. Of course. Of course. Um, and so the the house has been turned over to uh, a a group of people who like wanted to preserve it. It's actually run started by uh, Ansel Adams. Oh, who, like purchased oh, nice. the house to save it and like turn it into a historical place. Um, and like so, there's tours you can go on, mm-hmm. and lots of uh, tour guides are like, "Yes, this place is haunted." Um, a lot of very basic ghosty stuff. It, electronics super get fucked with, especially because electricity didn't factor into the first like 30 years yeah. of this house. Yeah. So electricity gets fucked with. There's like weird shadows that show up on walls that don't follow people like that move on their own. Oh. So it looks like it's a shadow of someone walking past, but there's no one walking past. Mm-hmm. So not like a dark figure, just a literal shadow. Yeah. There's an actual shadow. Huh. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of cold spots. Of course. I, I think it's probably a very well insulated house. It's made of rocks. Like rocks. You know? Or not, because um, it's rocks and like he just fit rocks together and it's probably drafty as shit. I know, because he made the rocks fuck, so it's full of rock jizz. 
Oh, well, that's, now, that's I, look, the grout. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't know that that was part of the process. <laughs> there, I, All these rocks are fucking. What do you think's happening? You got, there, you there's gotta, there's you, boy rocks. There's got to be boy rocks. You got to massage somewhere. these rocks. Got to get your rocks off. Mm. Where do you, you gotta think literally the- get your rocks off? Yeah, so that you can put your rocks on. Yeah, That's- get the rocks off the beach. Yes. Put the rocks on each other so the rocks can fuck. <laughs> Rock chiz. But- now you got a house. All of the tour guides and the people who have experienced ghostiness are like, it's not anything evil. Doesn't feel bad. Not good vibes. Uh, positive, happy vibes. Zach Baggins, I'm sure, begs to differ. Zach Baggins. Zach Baggins saw the devil. So <laughs> obviously, we're gonna get to that at a later date. Right. Right. Uh, but what's interesting is all this stuff about the house. When you click on the like nine most haunted places in California, it'll be like this guy is a ghost here because he said that he would be when he wrote this poem. But pretty much everyone who's experienced something paranormal in the house is like, it's not Robinson. It's Una. Oh, Una. Oh. Una is the one who's left. And it's probably because he built this this house out of love for her. It's what she wanted. Yeah. And he learned how to do it with his own two hands for her. How happy He's was she in that house? love story. It's beautiful. That's very sweet. I mean, she did cheat on her husband, so there's that. Um, but tour guides say that like when they do tours of the tower, when they uh, like go into Una's room, they'll just like feel like someone is there. They'll just sense a general presence. But again, good positive vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like sometimes things move around her room, like she's putting things back where they're supposed to be. You you unalphabetized her fucking awesome books. Book collection. Yes. She loved. At one point, like something happened to the unicorn door and they had to take it down to like get it fixed. Oh, and no. apparently shit was moving all around the room at that point. Where's my door? She was mad Where's that my her door? unicorn door was all wrong and I don't like it. She does a, she does a little bit get like that. Because one tour guide told a story about how he was giving the tour of the house. He just like lightly touched on Una's room. They didn't go into it. He didn't give the story of like who Una was as a person. Oh. And then as they were walking out of the room, I guess someone has written a biography about Una at one point. And so and the biography pushes itself off the bookshelf and falls onto his feet. Like, hey Dick, don't forget about me. I'm here. Yeah, yeah talk I'm very about important. Me. I am integral part of this story. This is my fucking room. Tell my fucking story. Oh my gosh. Tell my story. Tell my story. Um, but the the what I found was the most interesting is I got I found a picture that someone took in the tower, and this is a picture that I texted you guys. So now you can look at it. Okay. Good. Um, and it is of this woman. Um, and she's standing in uh, the doorway going into the tower. One, she's wearing a Cal State Long Beach sweatshirt, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but she says, like, oh, my husband took a bunch of pictures of me here. We were talking about how cool it was that this was, like, Una's special place. And in one of the pictures, there is a, like, sunburst mm-hmm. through, like, basically what's in the door opening of the tower. And they were like, that's her face. She's there in the tower. But I posit to you, Bob and Melly, that that is not Una's face. To me, that's Una's vagina. It looks like a brain. You know, it it's vagina like shaped, like you know, an MRI or some uh, sort of CAT scan of a brain. Uh, no, you know what it is? It's a lens flare because there's a giant fucking sun behind the picture. You idiots. Yes, this I is mean, not a ghost. But apparently, it's not in any of the. They took like five pictures right in a row, and it's only in one of them. Well, he should try cleaning his fucking lens one of these days. Like, it could I be don't a vagina know. I, and it could be Una's brain. I'm going to go... Look, if we're going to... 
If we, There's if like it, a little circular part at like what would be the bottom top of it that's obviously her clit. It's a vagina. Look, if it has to be something of Una's, I'm going to go vagina 100%. But what I'm telling you is, is that there's a perfectly reasonable scientific explanation. We Bob have debunked this as not a ghost vagina. I've debunked yeah. it as not a ghost vagina because I understand how light works. All right. Well, with the debunking of my ghost vagina, that is the story of the tour house. I like it. Well done. I like it, too. Thank you. Uh, hang on a second. I'm going to yell at you, and then we'll come back. We'll get another ghost story, probably from California, because that's today's theme. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, Max Hawkswain. Uh, and I am so happy that everybody got to finally learn about bird code uh, for building buildings. So, oh, hey, anyway, thanks for listening to Booze and Brews podcast. Uh, and I'd like to thank Trinity for a nice review. If you're also listening to the show, you should do a review too on iTunes. Also, patreon.com slash booze and brews. Audio episodes, video episodes, and show sketches by the very talented and handsome engineer Bob. What a great way to get money to people you love. Also, social media websites, they've got them, you've got them. Uh, what, what about Twitter? Booze and Bruce. And Instagram? Booze and Bruce Podcast. And Facebook? Booze and Bruce. Thanks. So, yeah, uh, just so you know, you know, if you, if you need to submit any plans uh, to the city, you can submit them to me, Max Oxwain, and I'll do a quick review, and I'll let you know uh, if everything's up to code. You just have your architect call me. Uh, my email's on the website. Okay, bye. I love that we've been doing this show for years, literally years, mm -hmm. and I've been very good friends with Podcast Mom for a decade longer than that. Yeah. And still, this show gives me the opportunity to learn new things about her every day. For instance, today, I learned she really doesn't want to talk about people fucking trees. Yeah, thinking about people fucking trees and talking about it, uh, you know. Like, I've learned she doesn't want to make jokes about buying an old uh, missile silo. It's very funny to see what gets her, what, what, what she, gets her to shut down yeah. ostensibly, where she's like, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not learned, engaging in this. Yeah, I've learned there's no amount of money for which she will piss on you. Nope. No. I it's nice to learn new things about you, to learn ways in which you are different. I, for instance, will piss on you for a certain amount of money. And I, never mind. <laughs> and now you've learned that about me. It's a fun, it's a sharing circle. It's, it is. It's uh, a listeners, circle I'm going to let you trust. know. It's lower than you think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, I, I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> Good. It's definitely lower than Melly's, that's for sure. Yeah, mine Might is. Might be higher than Bob's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I gotta think about it. I, I really never considered it. I'd, I'd piss on somebody for some amount of money for sure. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a number. <laughs> There's a number. There is a number. That's all I'm saying. And so today I learned Melly doesn't want to talk about people who fuck trees and the like actual like physics behind how that would work. Yeah, that's you know it's like I feel like my brain should be spent on other things. And not that. You know? Oh, I things. disagree. I think <laughs> your brain should 100% be spent on that. What else are you doing with your brain? I don't know. What are you using it for at the moment? Well, I'm, I'm going to try to use it to tell you a story about California. All okay. right. Way to podcast mom that in there. I love it. So Way to do it. Way to podcast mom, podcast mom. So I am going to tell you about the Berkeley Ferry Boat. Oh, it's a boat. It's a boat. It's a boat, but not just any boat. A ferry. A ferry. A ferry. Welcome to the Staten Island Ferry. 
Yeah, except it's more like, hey, man, welcome to the Berkeley Ferry. Hey, hey we're going to... I, now it's, I have to do it for the fucking podcast listeners Then we get back to the show I've been getting a lot of advertisings On YouTube for Patriot rations which are like Yeah <laughs> MREs like and shit MREs and shit that you can oh, order from the for, the, for the upcoming world war Yes yes, yes. For the upcoming world yes, war yes. And the collapse of civilization And yes, yes. The, they have this guy Who is like super duper Californian who's out and he's like A lot of people are worried about if they're gonna Have enough fit <laughs> Oh my god! And every time he food. says food, I fucking lose my shit. So it's that Continue guy. With your story, please. He is. He is, is, it, is it just is it just Harmony trying to sell you MREs? Yeah, it's like male Harmony selling selling me MREs. It's pretty great. Okay. Oh god! I have a D and D character that has that voice, and Bob has to listen to it all the time. And it's the best. And we've recently been trying to go on a beer. <laughs> so you should go on the Berkeley ferry. ferry. We will go on the ferry. Uh, so yeah. the Berkeley ferry boat was built in 1898 by the Union Ironworks of San Francisco. So it's an old beer. It's an old boat. Uh, and it one was one of several ferry boats owned by the Southern Pacific Railroad uh, for 60 years. It also, op- it's a train boat. It's yeah, a it's, a boat, it's, it's a boat built of trains. It is. Oh, hell yeah. It's like, it's, it's like the Columbia at Disneyland, how it's on a track the whole time. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not yes. actually a boat. Just the ferry boat. No, So for 60 years, it operated on the San Francisco Bay between Oakland Pier and the San Francisco Ferry Building. So you can have an idea. Yeah. Just boated people across the bay. Okay. Um, they were like, we are people movers. There, it is a people mover. A specific. We move them real- on land. We move them on water. We, you got people will move them, right? And it's like because you had railroad workers who were on one side of the bay, they had to get home. Blah blah blah. There you go. Uh, the boat only suffered one collision during its time in commission. A fact Wikipedia felt the need to tell me about. Every site that I looked up. For information on this boat. All of them is like, so it only crashed one time. Great. Is, this a thing? is that worthy of note? Like, do most boats crash That's more than I'm that? That's what I'm thinking. I was like, is this a common thing where they're like, cool. So, Probably. So so check this out. The Staten um, Island Ferry, it only crashed 87 times. Well, like, if think about how often it's probably doing that route. Yeah. So you would think. You think about how often it's crashing. Once. And, once. And it only happened one time. It happened in 1900. Uh, the Berkeley misjudged the amount of distance between it and a uh, passenger uh, ship, the SS Columbia. Right. Probably a woman driving. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but I was thinking <laughs> you it. Were th- no, you were thinking it. This was in 1900. Let's be clear. Oh, there yeah. There was no woman she was, driver. She was suffering from hysteria. No, oh, God. Yeah. She was so on she her was, period. She was in the, in the menstrual hut. Yeah. God. Just- she was in the menstrual train car. Yeah. The oh, specific, having she hysterics was, she was down next to the engine room in their in their menses cabin <laughs> just going ah! or whatever they thought women that's did. that's exactly just, what we do once a month yeah just high on cocaine and screaming, screaming. about cramps yep <laughs> accurate accurate depiction of every woman every month no! <laughs> the blood the blood so much blood uh, no, so in 1900... Somebody put a baby in her. <laughs> the Berkeley 
whacked into the side of the SS Columbia. And the only damage the Berkeley sustained was a broken lifeboat. Uh, the SS Columbia had a much more significant damage. Oh, no. Is it smaller boat? It was a passenger boat. No, it was a bigger boat. Um, oh, it was a bigger boat. It was a bigger boat. And it bent the iron bow. So in the front, it like smushed the front oh. and caused damage. Meanwhile, Rose can't go flying on that boat. No, mm-hmm. she cannot be king of the world. I'm crashing, Jack. No. And then he was like, have you ever been to Chippewa Falls? You ever, you ever been to Chippewa Falls? That's where I'm from. Because clearly where Get I'm from. Get in the Mensis hut. You're crazy. You're clearly hysterical. <laughs> Get in the Mensis hut. In 1906. <laughs> it's just like a really shitty version of pizza. <laughs> Mensis I, w- hut. I would not eat there. <laughs> no. Because that red sauce, not what you're thinking. Whoa. <laughs> Yipes. It's got a, it tastes like pennies. A little, yeah, a little <laughs> irony. <laughs> <laughs> See, today about Bob, I learned he can't make jokes about period, period. pizzas. No. no, you can. That was great. <laughs> I hated it. It was so good. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, anyway, in 1906, after the San Francisco <laughs> earthquake. I'm just imagining it's like the sauce is really thin in places and it's like kind of gloopy and kind of gloopy in other places. places. Now, 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 now he's, that's over it. Now I'm actually going to puke. All right. Sorry. So anyway, <laughs> in ni- 1906, uh, after the San Francisco earthquake, the Berkeley made itself very useful and ferried people out of the burning city of San Francisco. Oh, that was nice of them. Yeah, while still maintaining its normal route. So it didn't stop working. Oh, so it took you them to Oakland. Yeah, it took you, you to were Oakland. Like, good luck. Bye. Yeah, well, yeah. So, but at least you're not in the burning dump that is San Francisco. You are now in the yeah. dump that is Oakland, just less on fire. I wonder if they yeah. ever ghost rode the Beaut. The. <laughs> I bet that's where it invented. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a ghost on this There's boat. a ghost on the boat. Ghost ride the Beaut. Ghost ride the Beaut. Ghost ride the Beaut. And it was in Oakland. Yep. E40. E40. <laughs> <laughs> E-40 was the engineer of this boat. Mm-hmm. His of ancestors course. were. Anyway, uh, by 19... 19- Known boatsman. Known, loves boats. Um, by 1958, the railroad halted all ferry service and the Berkeley was taken out of service permanently. The boat was put up for sale and purchased by well-known ferry boat enthusiast, um, Bill Conover, just some business guy loves sure, boats. Sure, guy love boats. He so, said it's a real big boat. Yeah, he got off on that boat. And so he only crashed once. Only. This is it, is one, this the boat that only crashed once? Owner, I'll take it. He got, he got the boat facts on the boat. Only one previous accident. Yeah. So, <laughs> Show me the boat facts. <laughs> and instead of a fox, it's something, uh, it's like a narwhal. It's an octopus. Oh, an octopus. I like that better. Because of its far-reaching tentacles. Anyway, the boat was docked uh, in Sausalito and converted to a gift shop. Though he was oh, that's a... that's fun. Yeah, so you can like go... I think it was called the Trade Winds. Clever name. That's mm. great. Um, however, he... However much of a boat enthusiast he was and a businessman, he was not good at boat maintenance. So he docked it and then just left it. And so over 12 years, it just deteriorated. 
Oh, he didn't like scrape the barnacles and he, like give it a boat massage. Yeah, and didn't do any of that. Didn't, didn't exfoliate and, the boat. I don't know how to take care of a boat either, obviously. Yeah. So so it just got left to be, go to boat jail or boat graveyard. Go, go to Heaven. boat hell. <laughs> go to boat graveyard. Boat graveyard. Um, so thankfully for boat lovers around the world. The world over. The Maritime Museum of San Diego a little further oh that's south. very far away very, very far away as we learned northern california southern california not they're different places it's a, it's a very big state it's guys. a big state anyway they purchased the boat towed it down to san diego and restored it and um drag it, it down to san diego on the on the uh 15 i was like yeah down the five yeah it was, yeah, just took it down the five yep. which is really really long trip popped um, over to the pch mm. I mean, if you, if you want a very scenic view, for sure. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, they, the boat likes to be close to the ocean. The boat feels has less anxiety if it can see the water. Yeah. You know, as a boat, that makes sense. It's kind of what Yeah, as a boat for. with anxiety, I feel how the boat feels. Yeah. As somebody who drove through Central California, I agree with the boat. That part of California sucks. It's That's really terrible. sucky part. Anyway, so today they've restored it. The Maritime Museum has restored it, and it serves as the main building of the Maritime Museum. You can go visit it to this day. Go look at it. Oh, is it on the water now, or is it, it like is. dry? So out? it's well, it's it's on the water. However, they have their museum. I'm not exactly sure if it's like a bunch of boats, but it's very close to. If you've ever been on the train station, if you've taken the train to San Diego, it is like a few blocks away. Okay. Um. So it's kind of in that area. Um, but I, I've never been. So I don't know how many boats there are and how they're but all But I was just like, is, did they re-ocean proof it so it could be back in the water? Yes, yes, I believe it has. And Or is um, it like not really in the water, like how the Queen Mary's still in the ocean, but like, not really. I think it's more that than anything. Um, but, and, and it has had many a famous visitor, including our Lord and Savior, Zach Baggins. Of yes. course. And they did an episode on this boat a mere one year ago. It, a mere one year. Ooh. I think April of 2021, the episode aired. So, oh man, we could do this one as well. Anyway, back when people cared about COVID. Oh, yeah. remember 2021? I do. Oh, <laughs> Those were the days. Oh, buddies. The salad days. <laughs> so, the 1900 collision was not, however, the only thing um, the boat suffered damage from. No, no. Uh, the That was just boat on boat crime. But yeah. there was... We don't talk about it. And we don't talk enough about boat-on-boat boat or tree-on-tree tree crime. We don't. Uh, no. The, there is no tree-on-tree tree crime to speak of. There are correct. only crimes humans commit on trees, and sometimes the crime of sweet, sweet love. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sure the same uh, applies for boats. I'm sure someone has tried to fuck that boat. I'm sure. Somebody in the little porthole? Yeah. Bless you up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, no, that's the, ambitious uh, to fuck a porthole. Yeah, you so many penis pumps you are involved think, just to you get the think a lot of, of yourself, buddy. Well, I don't know. You could have a dick like a tuna can. You'd probably get it. Oh, uh, a porthole is like is large. Yeah, a, I know. And like tuna cans are like kind of stubby, but they're very wide. It's a big tuna can. It's a big tuna can. <laughs> Someone who's well versed in all ways of tuna. <laughs> yeah, our dicks aren't that big. <laughs> so no the most exciting uh slash damage inducing uh thing to happen took place in 1911 when a man named john o norbaum blew himself up 
accidentally oh, they should oh he should have known by the name yeah accidentally oh, norbom. <laughs> norbom or norbom it's n-o-r-b-o-m definitely, no it's definitely norbom it's definitely norbom n-o-r-b-o-m-b there's no b the b just left off just, we're, we're when gonna, he emigrated to the united states blew it up. yes so he blew himself up accidentally or on purpose um no one can I mean, there's the official story and then there's the unofficial story. All right. Which I'll okay. Wait, tell, yeah, tell us um, the difference. And, and he blew himself up in all in all places, the bathroom. Oh, no. Explosive yes. diarrhea. Explosive That's diarrhea. right. Or, it was right there. The truck was right there. <laughs> as the San Francisco Examiner described it in its newspaper story about it, man blown to atoms on ferry. Holy shit. Not just he blew himself up. No, he was blown blown to, to atoms. atoms, which is a very gross overstatement because he the backside of him was blown up. He was disemboweled from behind, but like okay. the front part of him was perfectly intact. So I assume is all farts circling back to the farts yeah. conversation. It's all farts. He, he farted himself explodes. to death with farts. With farts, and no. then he and then the back half of him turned into a fart. <laughs> Local man vows never to poop again. Explodes. News at 11. Yes. If only. No. Um, Local man fought to death on boat. Quoted. A terrific. <laughs> Take that, Mr. Hitler. A terrific explosion of mysterious origin, which occurred in the retiring room. Couldn't even say bathroom. The retiring room. The retiring room of the Southern Pacific ferry boat Berkeley at 5.55 this evening on uh, as the steamer was passing Goat Island on its way to Oakland. Goat Island? Yes. Snuffed out the life of John O. Norbaum, a mining engineer living in Berkeley and injured five other men, one of whom oh. will die. That's the line. One of whom will, will die? Will die. Spoiler alert. He didn't die. He didn't that die from his is... ass exploding? No, no, no. Norbaum died, but oh, there was another Norbaum man who was injured. His ass exploded so much, he it almost killed another man. Yes. This newspaper the day this after. This man had a lot of ass. Yeah. He, he, was, he was a mining man. He had a buildup of natural gas and then exploded. Didn't have a canary in his asshole. <laughs> See if, or he did. That canary wanted out real bad. Real bad. <laughs> the canary just, wanted That's what happened. He was like, I'm worried about, I'm worried about what's going on in my butt. I'm going to put a canary in there. If the canary dies, then... I'm toxic. And then the canary attempted to escape out of and butt. Caused an explosion. And caused an explosion. Yeah, that but they didn't know. That they killed a man and almost killed another man. Yes. He was a chain smoker. Mm. <laughs> that canary. He anyway, got gas um, and he blowed it up. Anyway, John Norbaum was originally from Finland uh, and spent a number of years mining in South Africa, Mexico, and the United States. He was considered an expert in mineralogy. Oh, is a mineralogist. Yes, and had just returned to the U.S. two years before this little explosion-y incident. Uh, he was working on prospecting a mine in Whiskey Town. Fun. Um, and traveled to San Francisco daily to try to find financial backers for his little uh, claim because he was independent. He did not work for any company. He was like, I'm a He was a prospector. freelance mineralist. He was a freelance, uh, yeah, mineralogist. One of these rocks. Um, rocks. So while he traveled to San Francisco. So a lot of rocks in our stories this week. Rocks, yeah. Very so, rock centric. So while John was traveling daily back and forth to San Francisco to try to find backers, he left his daughter, Mrs. Olaf Balls, in charge. Of <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> Mrs. Olaf 
Balls. 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 No. Left her in charge of looking after the prospect. <laughs> in addition, <laughs> in addition to Mrs. Balls, uh, John was survived by a wife and a 16-year-old son. Mrs. Balls. Balls. <laughs> Balls. I mean, you just keep your maiden name, right? You would try, but this is what, 1911? I don't think women were as progressive in 1911. <laughs> they didn't have any balls. You, you, will take balls. The, you will take the proud balls name. Yes. <laughs> you must. You will bear us children who will also bear the balls name. Yeah. And these balls will live on. Yes. And you will name my him balls, Harry. My balls progeny. Harry. There are many Harry. generations of balls to come. Yes. My boys, Harry, moist and stinky. <laughs> Sticky. That's our daughter. That's oh, gross. Um, After (laughs) the explosion, the Southern Pacific Railroad called on one of the leading experts in explosives, Dr. John Birmingham, to do an investigation to find out what exactly happened. Because it was just an explosion. Okay. Okay. Mr. Bomb blew himself up. They called the Burning Man to investigate the explosion. And you have a woman named Balls. This is fake. This is not a real story. This is 100% real. real. I really looked it up in a real honest-to-God newspaper. Uh, However, as Dr. Birmingham discovered upon arriving to the ship, all evidence of the explosion, other than the obvious damage to the bathroom, was cleaned up by the uh, ship's workers. So there really wasn't a way to be like, well, this is clearly what happened. And here you just can cleaned do. up a crime scene. You got to love. They got to love the early 1900s. Yep. A proud tradition of, of boats. Ask the people at Disneyland. Oh, yeah. They yeah. did that, too. Somebody was On like the Columbia bleeding out. Yeah. Just clean it up. No one wants to see that. That blood. was much more recent. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just goes to show you boat. Boat crimes go unpunished. That's what I'm learning. Yeah. Yeah. Want to kill a man? Natalie Wood. Yes. Uh, You can't. She's dead. Using the evidence that Dr. Birmingham had, um, plus accounts of the survivors, um, Dr. B was certain that the explosion was caused by nitroglycerin. Can you Um, imagine you're you're just trying to use the bathroom on this boat and then someone blows himself up in there and then you come out of the door and everyone's looking at you and you're just like, don't go in there. <laughs> well, one of the accounts, the guy was like, he he came in there and he just like stood having a constitutional for about five minutes before like the explosion happened. Brought what was he doing? He, he was pissed? like shy. What was happening? I think he was having shy bladder or something. And so he just kind of stood there or he was contemplating his life in the bathroom, which we all have done. Let's be real. We've all been there. We've all been there. In a public restroom? No. No. Just in a but just in a bathroom. Well, it's, in a, it's on a boat, so you know it's like a boat it's bathroom. It's a bathroom. Probably much more. Uh, you know. Uh, Doctor B believes that Norbaum was trying to obtain a big explosive at a little price for his uh, prospect for his mineralogies for his mineralogies yeah. managed by Mrs. Balls, and <laughs> she. And and he somehow had created his own nitroglycerin while in town, which I guess is fairly easy enough to make. And then the newspaper article I read goes on to talk about more or less how you can create nitroglycerin. (laughs) It just anarchist cookbooks the recipe. It's like you can take dynamite, boil something, blah, blah, blah. The nitroglycerin falls to the bottom and you can bottle that and it will be it's a very small dose. 
but it's highly explosive. And what they think was, as he was either coming or going into the bathroom stall, his jacket hit, it was in his pocket, they presume, and he took off his jacket. And as he was like, or he was like walking in or out and it hit the door. It just exploded. And he just did a bump. Yeah, he did a bump. And it exploded. So what that's he, what, what the official it, diagnosis he, is. He keistered it, but then had to That's take a poop. immediately where my head went. Forgot he it. He keistered it, forgot, poop. went to take a shit, and it blew him up yeah. from yep. the butthole out. From his anus. Yes. Well, uh, uh, you know what? They cleaned up the crime scene. We'll never know the truth. We'll never know. But we know the truth. I mean, I guess we there were bits and pieces truth. of him kind of all over the place. Gross. Yeah. It was not Nasty. Great. Anyway... Um, Mrs. Norbaum, however, was not as convinced that was an accidental explosion. No, no, no. Uh, Mrs. Norbaum believed that John was mistaken by an assassin who was armed with explosives and murdered him in the bathroom. Classic. Oh, mistaken by an assassin happens all the time. Yes. Well, you say that, but just three days before the incident, John himself said he felt as though he was being hunted, just like he had been three years before in Europe when he was almost killed by an assassin in a case of mistaken identity. So it Who? Had- Why does he look like bad men? Yeah. I saw a picture of him. He kind of looks like uh, Vladimir Lenin. A little bit. Oh, there we go. Anti-communist sentiment. So maybe there was some sort of anti-communist I mean, sentiment. Really, he time. should like grow a beard or shave a beard. He or, had you know the beard. What I mean? He needed to shave. He needed to shave yeah. and dress very differently. Yeah. Make like himself very chops, unique looking. Buzz yeah. cut. You got to change your look. If you're being mistaken as a murder victim. Yeah. You should have a rainbow mohawk. Nobody yeah. will mistake you for anybody yeah. else. Yeah. Fucking switch it up, bro. Exactly. Well, he didn't do that. Um, even though he had no known enemies, clearly his wife believed that this was a case of mistaken identity. Also, they're like, there's no way he would have traveled with explosives. Sure. I know my husband. He would never. That's what they think. So was it a hit job? Did Mrs. Ball kill him? No, I mean, his, his daughter didn't care about the prospect. She was just managing it. You know, her husband, Olaf Balls, probably had his own very lovely job. Mr. Balls. Mr. Balls. Um, but anyway, what we do know is that this boat is haunted, likely by the spirit of Mr. Norbaum himself. Nice. So um, you have, and people think there might be other spirits attached to this boat as well. You know, people who took the ferry boat every single day back and forth between Oakland and San Francisco because um, you get the normal sort of ghosty happenings. You hear on the upper deck where the people would sit. People, people giving each other upper deckers yes you the hear the footsteps the sound of upper deckers and voices when no one is around um people also report that sometimes objects will disappear and reappear elsewhere um you know okay. and somebody will slam doors things like that like you have your general overall spoopiness yeah. which can't really be tied to anybody but people have also reported seeing a fedora wearing ghost that is believed to be mr norbaum himself a fedora-wearing ghost. Fedora-wearing Hotsy ghost. Totsy. Yes. The director of the museum told the San Diego Union Tribune in 2018 that he saw the ghost one evening. Quote, I was working, sorry, walking the upper deck of the ferry, making my way to the front and back deck. It was late at night. I saw a vivid image leaning up against a door jam. He wore a trench coat, a Sam Spade type of thing, and a fedora. I told him he needed to leave. 
When he didn't move, I walked toward him and all of a sudden he was gone. Um, Ooh, yes. So multiple people have seen the fedora wearing a uh, man, which they do believe to be Mr. Norbaum, probably wondering what the hell happened to his butt. Yeah, where'd my butt go? That's why he's wearing the trench coat because he's hiding the fact he's he like, has no ass. He doesn't have a butt. Hey, he I, I got, hey, hey, uh, don't tell anybody. I got a question. Have you seen my butt around? Have you? Have you, have you just seen a butt? L- l- let me show you. And he moves the trench coat and then you're absolutely horrified by his lack of butt because it explodes. There's no butt. Gross. Um, yes. He and, has no butt. Yes. And then also in the bathrooms, um, certain doors will lock on their own, which they think is, again, Mr. Norbaum. Maybe preparing to blow himself up. Maybe. But most people are like, it can't be suicide. He had everything to live for. His daughter was married to Mr. Balls. She, he had was, everything in front of him. There was no There was going to be a baby balls at some point. Mm-hmm. He had just bought all these brand new explosives. He was going to do so many good minerals. Exactly. So no one <laughs> believes suicide. I think it was an accident. His wife thinks he was murdered. We won't really know. But we do know that he haunts... The uh, Berkeley ferry boat in San Diego. Interesting. Now. I always feel bad for ghosts who get stuck in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, you know, to die on the shitter or in any proximity yeah. to the shitter. Yeah. Like, what, what a horrible, cruel twist of fate. You're stuck in the toilet for all eternity and you can't shit because you have no butt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that would be a walking hell on earth for Engineer Bob. Yeah. I know he would be. I, I love a good dump, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> to poop uh, you know who poop doesn't say okay anyway. speaking of things i love this beer yes it looks like it's a good good beer yeah so again this is called cali squeeze it is a blood orange half it's 5.4 percent. it's from firestone walker it is delightful it's very citrusy i was nervous when i first poured it because it smells very strongly citrus mm-hmm. In a way that, like, maybe edged towards a perfumey way. Okay. Mm-mm. I'm not 100% certain. It says made with blood orange and, quote, natural flavors. So I feel like they put a little a, bit they of kicked a, it up. A little bit of B. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is delightful. It's a nice, good, like, a good, weedy, heffy mouthfeel. The citrus really perks it up. This feels like a great spring, summertime beer. It's freezing here. I wish it was warmer. So you and can I could, like, like go sip this on a lake, on a boat, on a boat, not blowing Fucking your a ass tree. off. Fucking a tree on a boat. These are great. Blowing I do like this off. beer. This is a good beer. Good. What a great. Thing. I have. I have had pretty much all of it. Yeah, it's almost gone. Wonderful. Well, yeah, this is the part of the show where El Pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Hey, guess what I love? Tree fucking law. What? It's a it's an area of study I've always been very fascinated with. You know, so I love passionate. Bo- I love boat trains. Yep. Who doesn't love you a boat know train? why people. You know what else I love? I love <laughs> rock fuck house. Because what a beautiful way to make a house. You know what else I love? You know what else I love? Ghost ride the boat. <laughs> the boat. If yeah. you are in the uh, Oakland area, you let me know how that went. You know what else I love? I love Max Hawkswain, bird contractor. That guy <laughs> loves to help out. Email him. His email's on the website. But if there's one thing yeah. I love more than anything, it's Mrs. Olaf Balls. Melissa <laughs> yes. wins. Mrs. Balls for the win. Mrs. Balls for Mrs. the win. Mrs. Balls always wins. She always wins. You're always, you know, you listeners You're, always win. With speaking us. of balls. Speaking of Jesus Christ. No, thank you all for listening this Yeah, week. guys, thanks for tuning in. Come back next week. There'll be more booze. And there'll be bros. <laughs> Until then, 
Cheers. Cheers. Balls.